0: This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Hi, this is Kenny Omega.
1: We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Boyd. And here with me, I have the return of the lebron james of social suplex one richard Derek Lotta. what's going on sir
0: not much man uh just shout out to my boy dre zero for that wonderful new nickname you know uh which was hilarious uh, so i requested to be uh introduced as such but uh yeah your boy's back uh married man yeah uh, married man married you know. man you know, chilling. Uh, shouts out to everybody that reached out, uh, congratulating me on the big day. And uh, thank you to James for everything he was, you know, contributing to it. And shouts out to his, his brother Daniel. And uh, yeah, um, you know, had a uh, nice week away and uh, got to see some wrestling um, a little behind, but um, the Lakers won the NBA championship <laughs> in the time that I was gone, uh, you know. <laughs> Laker excellence uh, back in full effect. (laughs) Uh, Everybody thought it was dead. No. Uh, I I sat on this podcast for many years while James was asking me facetiously how many games the Lakers would win, thinking it was a game. (laughs) Um, And and now that we have this belt, you know, I'd I'd ask any Boston Celtics fans, you know, to uh, hold my dick, um, you know, because we've got uh, 17 now. uh, And you know, where we belong back on top, you know, the, the, the real, the, the arc is always going to bend back towards the Lakers. Some some of y'all know, some of y'all need to get to know. And, you know, that's just what it is. Let's see,
1: um, you know, Kobe, number six. <laughs> do, do we know? Um, I think there someone will find out down the line. I want you to see like what, um, what they do is a public gesture, you know. When, whenever the season starts, whenever they get fans back, like what that is with, you know, um, the Bryant family coming coming back to Staples or whatever else at this Championship. I wonder how. I, I just, I'm interested to see it just because like it's gonna be such a feel good moment. So, um, so yeah, shout out to the Lakers. I end up doing the, you know, I don't know if you listen to the show or not, but because I yeah, I, I heard it. I didn't even want to listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> the only times I had to punch that fucking thing in. Oh, my God. I don't know how you did this show for months on end without me back in the 2000. Uh, was it 2018? I,
0: ha- I had a lot to say, and then oh, it was dang. like I would record like seven minutes at a time and just like, you know, figure
1: I- it out i just had the format and i was just talking it was like okay i'm just gonna get out my opinions and throw it out there i don't know i don't know i got no feedback from anybody that's how bad i the show had to have been so it's it's, it is what it is but um but yeah so
0: we're just, a little pressed for time today so we're gonna yeah. try to blow through this stuff but oh,
1: um, oh we're not are we gonna save the thing for next week the, about the, about what the toxicity
0: yeah, we're gonna,
1: to.
0: <laughs> okay. we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. We're gonna do I, that. I'll, I, I, I'll, 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 I'll I'll give you one. Um, so apparently, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Save it. Save it all. Because gonna have to be clip for you know on our you know best moments of 2020. So save it. Whatever okay. you got, save it. It's coming. I'm
0: gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go deep in the the memory <laughs> banks because it, it's been a long time. <laughs>
1: Today, talking to Kendrick, it, it made me think of like, oh yeah, where's, there's a bunch of these. We, it was a bunch of these. But anyway, um, we're here today uh, on the day of the final of the G1 Climax 30 um, show. I did not watch the whole show. I only watched the finals. Uh, to be honest with y'all, full disclosure, I stopped watching the tournament when we got to night five. And then from that moment, from Wednesday until today, I have completed the t- entirety of that tournament. I watched from night six, wow. seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and then watched the final today. I'm fucking exhausted. I don't know how I even have the energy to watch wrestling for, for I don't know how long, but I'll probably be back next week. Um, but yeah, um, the a block incredible tournament um the a block is everything you expect out of the g1 the b block should be should be (laughs) the g (laughs) the b block tanahashi came through every came through for me every single night um yoshihashi in the opener almost every night came through with some for me um goto had his moments sonata had his moments especially late in the tournament um, Naito had his moments as well. Um, that's nice
0: yeah, for the champion to right. have his moments,
1: right? The double champion, right? Um, and I, don't, and I don't mean to say that as and I know I understand we we give him hell, but the you know, we know how he gets down when it comes to the G1 the last few years, especially since his body you know has kind of gone on him. Like, he can give you you know moments of excellence, but that is, that's it's just moments like he can't be consistently great. Um, similar to last year where he just basically backloaded all his excellent performances. He had moments, uh, you know, like the, the opener with, with Tanahashi, um, the, the match with Saber I really enjoyed, the match with, um, Goto I enjoyed, the match with, um, Sonata, I think that's not Sonata's best match of tournament, but I enjoyed it, as, I, I enjoyed it, um, and I'm just gonna move on to talking about more Naito matchups, ones that needs to be thrown into the fucking bin and never... And never used again. I never want to see Naito Evil wrestle ever fucking again. It was a third match. I'm doing the same shit they have done um, all summer long. It fucking sucked then. It fucking sucked uh, a little after that in the baseball stadium and it fucking sucked here.
0: Well, good news, James. Apparently, they had a tag team match um, and they ended with Evil holding up both uh, belts with a foot on Naito's head. Ban these niggas from wrestling each other. I'm tired of this. Dude.
1: I forgot, to, I forgot to... Oh, okay. This is what it was. That match went like 20... minutes, something like that. Naito did not try until like minute 14. He did not One try time. until minute 14. And you think about their... Um, I think it was a baseball stadium match. He didn't try until like minute 20. Or was that the first match? It's just... I don't want to watch him ever wrestle again. Like, evil... Andiano, I want thrown into the fucking river like a murder weapon. I never, <laughs> I, I never want to watch them wrestle ever fucking again. Like I watched, um, it was night sixteen, I think, um, at like five thirty a.m. on Saturday. Um, that's what I think it was. Or was it night fourteen? No, it's night fourteen. Night fourteen, because I ended up doing like four shows, four shows in the last two nights to get to today. So
0: James really loves y'all to, to watch oh all that shit because your boy right here. I I, I fell off the G one wagon a long time ago. As as the wedding got closer, it was right,
1: uh, and I don't blame you. Right, and the it thing was for tough. right, and the thing for me was just like I I you know I I I love watching New Japan Pro Wrestling and. And never watched the entire G one, so like last year, I had followed with it, followed it, and then like I fell off, and then like I don't want to say I missed like the last. I ended up just cherry picking instead of watching the whole thing to ca- catch up, right? So I was like, I can't, I'm not gonna do that again. I want to watch the whole fucking thing. I want to be a quote unquote completist. And boy, I remember, complete. I remember, one, I remember one point on like a Saturday, I think this was night 14. It was it was a Yano match, and it was like 5:30 a.m. and I was like, dude there are crackheads that make better decisions than this. What the fuck am I doing my life? What what the fuck was I thinking watching this? And then, and then, I know it was night 14 because that's when they went to the main event of that card. That show fucking sucked. And then the main event of that card, actually it was 16. It, either 16 or 14, whatever. The last, the main event of that card that I questioned everything of what was going on with my life decisions and choices was... Naito versus Evil, and that's when I went on that rant. Um, when I was just yeah. like, I just reeled off whatever. I was just, I, I just could not believe that they went out here had the same fucking match in front of the same fucking audience in the same spots left and right. And it's like, I can't believe this. I cannot believe this.
0: So let's so, get to the winner and yeah. the finals.
1: So, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sonata started out slow. He made a run at the end, and then he ended up, um, in the final showdown where Naito ended up losing to, um, Ooh, I believe it was Saber Junior. Oh, Kenta. That's right. It was Kenta. Um, he ends up, uh, so Naito's eliminated in the, the uh, semi final or the semi main event. So the, the block final the B block is evil versus Sonata. That match is not good. Whatever. Um, Sonata sonatas in. Sonata has been doing this thing whenever he's he's main eventing in B blocks I don't know if he's been doing this but this is my first one. I've noticed where he closes the shows and they shut off the lights and they put up the camera phones and it looks kind of like the and it looks just like the the Bray Wyatt fireflies thing or whatever else and that's supposed to be his like you know his connection with the fans well that's what Michael Cole would call it but that's that's what it is like you know so um it's a cool looking experience. He cuts his promo, you know, he's not, he's not like he's Tanahashi on the mic or whatever else, but he cuts his little promo and he moves on. It's a cool look. Um, and it also works well with like, you know, his gear because of the black with the, uh, the, the mirror stuff on it. So like, it's really shimmery. So anyway, um, Ibushi on his end to close or his tournament was just fantastic. I haven't looked over it, but, like, there's no way he wasn't, like, the third, at, at worst, the third best wrestler in this uh, tournament. Like, his match with Suzuki is, a, is an instant classic in my book. His match with um, Shingo was excellent. His match with Osprey was excellent. His, his match with Ishii um, was Lord is basically, like, the same exact match that, that Meltzer, like, did a did a safety check non-five-star rating uh, to to punish it. It's the same I exact match. Five and a half. <laughs> right, right. Like it's it's basically the same as match. It might be like a couple minutes shorter, but it's like super super p- fast paced, and then they start chopping each other and, and and punch each other in the throats. Like it's kind of the same match. Um, that was excellent. Um, the Tai Chi match. Um, on the last night that he had. Uh, I've
0: been meaning he- to check that one out. I, I I need to see that one. From everything that I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, um, I would say this as an Arisu Hoshiki fan, you will love it. I imagine um, it is very much playing soccer instead of wrestling. Yeah, it it's very it, much it seems
0: soccer, like soccer um, instead of wrestling. It seems like over this past year uh, like the transformation of abushi's wrestling style has happened before our eyes without anyone really even noticing yeah that's he like fly. he's cut his flying way back yeah. he doesn't do the golden triangle anymore nope. it's all like these fights now <laughs> yes uh, yeah yeah yeah, and, and I just want to say, uh, with with him making his third straight final and winning this one, uh, the G one final is the Golden Lovers.
1: <laughs> you know, that's, that's
0: you know who, they they run this joint. You know, twenty sixteen Kenny, you know twenty seventeen he was in a final yep. Yep. eighteen. Then he turns, you know, it, they face each other, and then he turns it over to Ibushi. Ibushi begins making the finals from every year on. So this is this is just the Golden Lovers, you know, uh, dominating
1: out here. <laughs> so, well, 18, 18 was Bushi and Tanahashi, right? The final? Right. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah, now, it's so crazy that, that they became a tag team because, like, the thing that I remember mostly about that, it was a great, incredible match, but the thing I m- remember most about that was after the match, like, Tanahashi, like, shows his teeth at Ibushi and was like, get the fuck out the ring. Like, And then, like, Ibushi was like, oh, my bad, I'm out of here. And it, and it made me think of, like, remember uh, the story you hear about uh sean was telling brett to get the fuck out the ring after us when he did 12 like it made me yeah. think that he's like get the fuck out of my ring i know you come for this i know you come for this but you cannot be the ace so uh so it's, it's, it's interesting that they're a tag team and like they love each other and i love them as a tag team uh but it, it, it's funny how that all came full circle to me anyway but yeah so abushi
0: um, ended up getting a win uh yes. over sonata Yes. um it, I can't say it was the greatest G1 final I've ever seen. I still it thought was not- it was pretty good. Um, it, but yeah, not on the level of most G1 finals. Right. I don't buy Sonata at all as a top star. Um, he's someone that wrestles the top star, I think, or someone that's in that big mix. I can never take him as a um, uh, as a big 4 or 6 guy. I, I don't know why. I just don't think he connects with me like that
1: i think i think his major problem is he's too stoic right like it's not even the thing of when people say he lasts charisma it's not that he lacks charisma he has his own charisma right like like people are into him they swoon for fucking um sonata I, the problem is that like he will never just let go and like quote unquote feel it i don't know if it's a thing where he's doing his head or if he's just like that's just not his personality trait to feel that way like while watching his match against um, Tanahashi uh, late in the tournament I thought to myself like if if he were to tag with Ibushi or not if he were to tag with Tanahashi somewhere down the line before you know it's, it's before Tanahashi hangs it up like that would do him so much for him just to sit there and, and hang around Tanahashi and learn some things pick up some things just to, just to you know just to kind of open up more to the crowd as far as like his uh, from his emotions a motive side. Like, and I'm not saying he's a bad seller or not, because he's a good seller, just like, for, he's a good seller for him, as opposed to, you know, when we talk about, like, um, Tanahashi, Okada, um, and we talk about how they, like, or Hiromu, Ishii, Suzuki, how you just, you you know exactly what they're thinking. You know exactly what they're feeling almost said every single moment. And, like, with him, is like, it's hard to get a read because... He shit. He may as well be the stone pit bull. He don't show you shit. Um, yeah, it, he's, it, it, you're right. I don't right. know it, what
0: it is. It, it feels like he's a B minus at everything. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, literally across the board. And is like, I've said it. There's many no times, holes, like, but there,
1: there's no holes, but there, are, but there is no like. Oh my god. There are no peaks. Right. 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 Um. Um. It, yeah. I, I like. I really like the match. It, it's so much better in the last. Um, the last fifteen minutes of the match are way better than the than the first. 15. Man, that that um, that
0: first fifteen minutes was a struggle when they right. were just hitting each other's arms. And I had come off just watching. Um, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about in a couple minutes. I wrote a <laughs> detailed review for that match, so okay. get ready for that. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it was it was very very slow. This is uh the longest G one match ever. I'm, I'm really. Yep.
1: What did it go? Like, Forty five minutes.
0: I believe 34? so. Thirty-five, thirty-five, twelve. I believe was the uh, okay. was the count on it. Okay. I, I, re, I seem to remember. I think it was Kenny and Naito was like thirty-five oh five a couple of years ago. I, I may okay. have that wrong. It, it's one of those matches that's thirty-five oh five. It could be the twenty eighteen.
1: I know that not. I know that last year's match just went right past a thirty minute mark. Right. right. Um, um. It's also weird that this tournament didn't have a single draw. You know, amazing. Especially when like, they usually
0: do one. It's... You got to have
1: at least one, right? You, gotta, you, know, like, not. you got to, you, or not, you got to, but like, you feel like you got to go at least one in like, you know, the, um, the end of tournament with the two matches with, uh, Okada and with Ishii back to back a block shows. They teased it both times and, and they went, and they went close. They just, you know, ended yeah. them right before, but, um, yeah, man. I would, like, probably
0: gave, I would have probably gave it like four and a quarter. Maybe. Mm, mm,
1: um at the most. I think I I think uh, I'd probably go four and a half. I'd probably go four and mm. a half. Um I think the thing for me is like I really uh just the last fifteen minutes were so incredible. And it wasn't like the first fifteen minutes were trash. It was just like Okay, I know you're. I get it. You're going thirty something minutes, and I think also comes to play is like what we watched before. It's like <laughs> twenty, you know, twenty two minutes of you know just just a, a knockdown down drag out super kick fast war where you know uh, someone gets their face busted or or, or uh, swolled up compared to uh, you know a a quote unquote classically built you know, 35 minute match, like, yeah, I, I, I went, you know, I, I, I I'm, I'm also think, uh, thinking of that as like, that's my bias playing to me, but like, it's like, yeah, I like the rest of them doing, um, but once they got past, like, once they got to like a 20 minute mark, that's when the things turned around, and I thought the last, you know, 15, uh, 20 minutes of matches were fantastic, so like, I thought they, I thought they built well, so I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'm giving it the four and a half, I'm giving it the four and a half, like, um, and you know I'm also you know I'm also like I like Sonata's style more than most, so that's also comes into play. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just uh, I think three in you a know, row for Ibushi. Where does it go?
0: I said three in a row for Ibushi. Yep. So like maybe Ibushi versus Naito at the Dome. So I don't know if yeah. you heard the news. Uh, they are doing five. two domes again.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so I don't know
0: what if, what type of gimmick are they going to come up to to con everybody this time.
1: Can they call it the recoup? Can they call it like? Because I feel like it's only like. Look, obviously, I don't think there, you know. There's anybody uh, that's out here renting out the dome uh, on January 5th. Like, I think the Tokyo Dome rent is real low right about now. It's time to re- yeah. it's time to recoup some of this bread, uh, yeah. so that we've lost from this pandemic. So yeah, I can um, I you know, given what happened, do you know what happened um on some of the some of the fallout from the B block stuff? Um, I'm sorry, Bebop, but the, I, the block finals.
0: So, yeah, so Osprey turns on right. Okada, forms right. what may be called the Empire, <laughs> uh, Women in New Japan, B Priestley debuts, Dude. and the Great Okarn. And Okada looks like he's got, like, some type of war he has to have. I think that's going to be the main event for Wrestle Kingdom next, like, 2022 is going to be Osprey and Okada.
1: Okay. But, um,. You yeah. know, so you think they yeah, don't actually so look, get to that match like at Russell Kingdom next year? I mean, they could do it there, but I and don't. That's what I was like, thinking.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna. I would, if you got two shows, maybe that's one of your main events, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they just want to throw. I, I don't know what they're doing with it. Um, because he's still got that bridge title. He's got to figure that out, and I don't think you're putting that on. You know like there's no reason Okada needs to be fighting for the British belt so <laughs> he's gotta get rid of that and then you know figure it out from there but this I don't know i I don't see will Osprey it doesn't excite me to think that he's going to be a chicken shit guy that relies on you know a heater it because it looks just like you know evil and dick togo uh having a heater and I just I would imagine the the match would be miles better in Osprey's case but I can't trust these niggas right now like because they seem to have one note that they're playing uh, with Gato to where it's like, yeah, we're just going to beat you over the head over and over with and heat. over with these, with with this interference and yeah. all this other shit. And, you know, Okada's not himself, you know, to his, his legendary level. He's still really good. And I think he, you know, worked some folks at the beginning of the tournament because every review that I've heard of him going forward was like, he's, essentially snapped into it but he's doing like you know he's trying to do a different move right now he's
1: fucking off he's 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 clearly he's he's clearly fucking off like this is i'm not saying this is the red balloon thing because he was still having great matches with or more frequency of great matches with the red balloon but like he's with the money clip thing he's doing with the rest hole like he is in the tournament it felt to me like he was with the money clip later on anyway It was almost like he was setting that up throughout the tournament and even through the New Japan Cup. Maybe I'm giving it too much credit because I love Okada, but once you got to the last two big matches, like the Ishii match and the um, Shingo match at the end of the tournament, it felt as if like... He had been building this up to where, like, this thing is like, you know, y'all boo me any, y'all cheer for the other person anytime I fucking wrestle anyway, ninety percent of the time. So I got some for y'all. Here's this rest hold that I'm slapping on as as a submission hold, and then like, you get to the end of the Shingo match and the, the Ishi matches, he's like, holy shit, he got this to work. Maybe it's just because it's those matches and it's with those two people. But like he was clearly wrestling, like he was on top as a heelish type person, or not even heelish person, but like he was clearly on top of these matches, and the other people were trying to get from underneath to overcome him in these matches. So it's like that's a part of it. But I remember watching the Cobb match. I was like, oh, like all the stuff that I'm, I'm, you know, he he still clearly has it. He's just dicking around. Like you watch the first, uh, you watch that the. Osprey match in its entirety is like, oh damn, like they just had like a four and a half star match in like 15 minutes. And then they had it, in, including the shitty interference and the non and the person coming from out the fucking woodwork and B, yeah, from yeah. out of nowhere showing up. Dude, you have no idea how weird that was for me last night watching that. I was like, B, what are you doing here? You know,
0: you know may, maybe Will just join Odeo Tai. You know, oh shouts my out to Murray. God.
1: Oh my god. They, they, oh they my can god, be, use
0: another no. worker in the group. You
1: know, they can always use more workers, especially with, Nas- um, with uh, Saki and Nasco. It's crazy. Like, I-, I have to go look at it. But like, Nasco may have had a better Grand Prix than Evil had a G1 because at least the matches aren't all going Jesus 20 fucking Christ. minutes. Those matches are going so, like eight minutes, nine minutes, sometimes 12.
0: So my read on Okada right now is that mm-hmm. he's been the champion a million times, right. been the champion, had lots of long reigns he needs someone that's going to challenge him Ooh. and i don't mean like for a match essentially i mean Ooh. for like like professional pride like and that's like well, always that my point like you know him and kenny essentially like not quote unquote being in each other's lives anymore it's like who's <laughs> pushing each other for excellence now right uh-huh. if you had to have any him fight anybody and to go in the dome with i think you know you try to do what you did for Kenny and be like, Hey, you going to fight Okada at the dome. And then mm-hmm. it's a challenge for both of them. And I think you, you just bet your house on will taking the challenge. Like, yeah. And maybe he breaks through, you know, to another level.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, your, your point originally saying that, like, you feel like that should be not, that should be the dome main event for, you know, um, what was it uh 16 months from now or whatever whatever instead of six months from now or whatever mm-hmm. I'm, I'm losing my track of the calendar it's october right right <laughs> okay so making it the dome main event for the the tokyo dome in 14 months as opposed to two months like yeah like that definitely makes sense but it was just the way that turned was form and what he said to him like as he was beating him up he was like he, you're holding he was, me back he was like, you held me back fuck you and then like Threw down, threw through strikes on while he was down. It was like that seems like a main event, you know. That seems like an immediate thing, um, but we'll see. Yeah. Either way, like I welcome it because like th- their match before that, that, that before interference was great. One. Um. So yeah. so yeah. Um. But yeah, just just shout out to 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 the A Block. Like they they've just brought it. Ever- like the last three nights, like thirteen night, thirteen night, fifteen night, seventeen were those were all some of the best shows of the year. Those were all top 15 shows. Um what are you trying to show? Yeah, yeah. So these um, are all the these are all the notes that I have. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're so get to it, but. Yeah, so um but anyway, it just it was a it was a day block, I love you B block, go to hell. Um uh, so um we going uh, we're going to move on to uh at this point we're going to move on to the start of main event. So Rich, so James, hit the music. Okay, so um also today was the uh red belt title match, a rematch between uh Takumi Aroha and Mayu Watani, the Red Belt champion. Um I'm going to go through the review of the show with you, Rich, and then and then I'll start at, then I'll ask you some questions. But yeah, um back in February February eighth, um, this year, they had a match, a non-title match, and Takumi beat the shit out of uh Mayu. Um and it was incredible. It was all the babyface hope spots and, and near falls and everything. It was a fantastic match. It's one. Of, it's I gave it a four and three quarters at the time. I I I think it's the best women's match I've seen this year. Um, just just an incredible match. Uh, and Rich, what are your thoughts on this match? I I don't. Flash, let me ask you. Did you yeah. ever watch the first match?
0: I've watched most of the first match, and then, okay. like, I don't know if I watched it late at night, and I, like, fell asleep, but um, I love the work that I did see in that match. <laughs> okay, all right, so um,
1: what are your thoughts on uh, on this match that you saw today?
0: man i i luckily have, have tons and tons of notes that i wrote down pretty much like a move by move recap so i will okay. i will go through it yeah. so uh we opened and um you know the mar we had the marvelous marvelous music playing and it sounded like the wcw version of macho man's oh theme
1: actually that's um, the kumi's that's not actually uh that's the kumi's actual music
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, Uh, Then, uh, so Takumi walked in with the confidence on a zillion. Like she had this look on her face, like I have beat this woman's ass before. Twice. Um. Then, then Mayu came out uh, with her champion music, and all the stars, uh, uh, all of stars, uh, opened the rope for Mayu. Like, please don't lose our promotions belt, (laughs) like (laughs) Fire (laughs) Pro (laughs) Wrestling. They they opened with an exchange of dap. Takumi offered the fist, and Mayu was kind of confused and stuck her palm right over the fist. It
1: was yeah. as awkward as it
0: was cute.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah Mayu, Mayu's all for the awkward goofiness.
0: So they opened. They had a fast exchange of strikes and kicks by Takumi that established that this is not a game, and I still own you from the last time I fought you. Um, then she went into an ankle lock and some left leg work, and she dropped immediately into a figure four. Eventually, Mayu fought out, but uh, she was still largely getting controlled. Takumi has taken care of the leg to the point where Mayu falls on an Irish, Irish whip. And then uh, Takumi puts her in a stretch muffler and swings her around her head like a helicopter in North Carolina yeah. while she's in the move.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like, just the, you know, the Cesaro swing is set with a stretch muffler. I was like, oh, my God. This is... <laughs> it, dude... Keep going. Keep going. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to tell you when we get to the five minute call. Yeah. I remember when I was like, wait, this is the five minute yeah. call. <laughs> go ahead.
0: So. Right. So Mayu somehow gets to the rope and then uh, Takumi is on the floor. She but she rolls out the ring. Then Takumi goes to the apron and she throws a kick that's caught uh, by Mayu on the floor. And my dragon screws her off the apron and both of them have leg problems now. Um, then Mayu reverses a whip into the barrier and gives her a high dropkick shotgun style that launches Takumi into the middle and Mayu falls directly on the ground because she doesn't care. Um, then they exchange uh, some forearms. feels like inside the ring. feels like Mayu doesn't really want to do this, but she holds her own. Uh, Takumi misses the Owen Hart spinning wheel kick and catches a super kick for her troubles on the recovery. In the corner, Mayu goes uh, and then... They work their way to the corner. Uh, Mayu then goes for the running three, but Takumi realizes that Lennon on the back of her head would be the end, so she wiggles out, but so disoriented she catches a head scissor, you know, Rey Mysterio's one move. Um, <laughs> and from there, the uh, <laughs> the crowd is very lit at that point, and Mayu does a missile dive through ropes onto Takumi. Uh, after that, Mayu went back up top to the top rope, and she did a flying crossbody to a pile of people uh, on the wood, because also, again, she does not care. At all. Um, not at all. So Takumi's looking like she's in trouble now. Uh, Mayu went back to the rope, but Takumi jumped to one knee and glares at her like, oh, you thought this was going to be light, huh? Right. And Then Takumi met her at the top corner, and they brawled on the top rope, and then Takumi gave her a superplex brain buster that looks like it damages Mayu, but then Mayu grabbed Takumi off of the hole of the suplex and drops into a brilliant guillotine hold. Crowd pops for this, and she locks her in that hole for a minute. Uh, this is fucking Takumi up really bad.
1: Yes, she... she, uh, she I, I had never seen her sell like this. She She's so like, oh my god, I'm, I'm about to get choked the fuck out. I'm in pain. Right. Uh,
0: She's she looking like she uh, wanted to give up as Mayu's yelling with these guttural screams, and <laughs> after about a minute, um... Uh, she makes it to the ropes and catches three super kicks while seated until she nearly goes through the ropes like Bernard Hopkins.
1: Yes, the buzzsaw kick, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: kick to the face for a two count. Risa Hoshiki would be proud. <laughs> so um, then Takumi gets up and hits the glam slam on Mayu as a reset. Crowd is clapping on the one and the three. Um. <laughs> <laughs> then you know uh, a super kick by Takumi, and she went for a trouble in paradise like move, but she missed, and Mayu cut, hits her with a crucifix slam out of nowhere. Uh, kick to the face back and forth while both are laid down. Orisa Hokushiki lives.
1: Yeah, and um, uh, hold on, that right there is like that's when you get the five minute call. <laughs> I believe. <laughs>
0: So uh, Mayu tries to gather momentum, but she's snatched like a child into a German suplex by the bigger Takumi. But Mayu kicks out. Takumi looks around and she smiles and then sits down and smiles at Mayu. And then they're face to face and they start doing the hot 97 slap fest while seated. Yeah. Um. Mayu's on another planet uh, and she got woken up by a spinning shot from Takumi and she morphed into Murder Mayu yeah. where she <laughs> she hit two hard strikes and then she tombstoned Takumi. Uh, she gave her some disrespect kicks to the head while Takumi tried to stand up. Uh, the, at this time, like it looks like is in full control, but Takumi fired back with a small burst of her lethal strikes. Mayu jumps up to the top rope for what looked like she was going for a Poison Rana, but uh, Takumi doesn't take the move uh, like that, and it falls more, looks like an O'Connor roll. They're clearly fatigued at this point. Uh, Mayu then goes for the running three and hits it out of the corner for a two count and drops her on her shit. Mayu says this shit is wrapped but um, Takumi reverses Mayu for a victory roll and then kicks her head all the way to Osaka Joe Hall. Mind <laughs> you, they are in and Um... Then Takumi does a Batista bomb for the two last yep. rise style. Yep. Um, after that, uh, Takumi gets caught on the top rope. But Mayu tries a Frankenstein,er but she gets caught. Like Takumi Roja has been watching Jericho tapes, but instead of just just dropping her down, she reverses into a super power bomb from the second rope. Somehow Mayu kicks out and prevents the red bell from going to Marvelous. Uh, Takumi's like fuck this, and then she goes back up to the top rope. Swanton for two. Takumi cannot believe this shit, uh, she sets her up for a running three, and then Mayu drops into a hurrican, roll up for a two, this is an awesome spot.
1: It was just, it was just a poetry emotion, like, that's a, they did it in the first match too, and just like, I thought it was coming, and I still was like, god damn, that's so smooth.
0: Um, then after that, uh <clears throat> Takumi gives her a spinning power bomb and set up for a big kick, but Mayu collapses like Jay White.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you stop this now!
0: <laughs> Don't you dare! <laughs> and then, um, you know, uh, Takumi, uh, or she picks her up again for the big power bomb. But Mayu reverses it faster the second time, and a re- repeat of the same move for two again. Takumi kicks Mayu in the head twice, and Mayu bridges for two. Uh, at this point, Takumi needs a gun. <laughs> um, then it was a running three where she actually hits the running three and drops Mayu directly on her neck kills her and somehow after the third time in a row she catches takumi slipping and rolls her over with the legs for that okada style pin takumi is shocked so am i kevin nash is watching this match somewhere like takumi roha i feel your pain (laughs) mayu did not win this match she survived four and
1: a half (laughs) yep 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 yep. um yeah and this match went 22 minutes uh it wasn't as it wasn't as shocking as the first match. It's a nice, you know, matchup, and it still sets, it still keeps the the, um, the order intact. Of whenever they have a final one, um, if they get to a third one, because like Takumi was got caught, she didn't get beat. Um, and then like the first match, she beat Mayu to death, and Mayu just could not survive it. Uh, this time, she brought the fight to Takumi, and Takumi weathered it. And seemingly had to match one but to, but Mayu had one last trooper sleeve and pulled a rabbit out the hat. Um I love their matches. Um I never saw their first match, uh, but I saw um from years ago. they were like two thousand seventeen I think, but mm. these two matches are, are, are great. Um and I, I wonder what they're gonna I wonder what they're gonna do because um now I, I turn it off, I don't I didn't see the mechanisha after that, but like Utami. um is still ha- her title out. shot. She's still her title shot. So I don't know if that's going to be in a couple weeks or what. I just turned it off. I have no idea. But um, they got big shows to do because um, uh, they have another Corrigan in a couple weeks. They have um, the they're doing uh, the Indian Arena, um, the number one where they just had a, a G1 show in Osaka on the twentieth of uh, December. And then they also still have the Kurikan uh year in climax. So um they're you know, they're gonna have to fill out another big card eventually and if they have a final blow off of Mayu and Takumi, uh you know thank thank I, I will hope I, I hope eventually they get back to this match because you know, they're just great together. They're just great together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the end, like, uh, Mayu was so exhausted. She didn't make any pre-match comments, but she said she was too tired to speak. And the next time she sees Takumi, she wants to be a tag team partner with her. And mm. the whole crowd laughed. Um, then, of course, Tommy came out, and eventually I had to switch to the G1 final. But she said she's going
1: to take that red belt from her, essentially. Okay. Um, have you ever saw the Grand Prix final from 2018?
0: No, I only saw 2019's Grand Prix Final.
1: Okay, so that was uh, that was like a month into Utami's... Uh, she debuted like the 10th of, of August, and then she was in the Grand Prix Final, right? Against Mayu. I, w- I would check it out. That's all I'm going to say to you. Uh, to show you what they could do together, even though she was, you know, a month into her career. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she that was a great match. But, um, yeah, I just... It's really interesting, to like to watch that match and to watch the the G one final. It is like, wow, they outdid a G one final on the same day.
0: Fire the men!
1: I never would have thought, like on the on the day of G one, I would see a better match from the same fucking day. I never thought I would see something like that, but here yeah. we are. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy man. <laughs> um, it's crazy man. No, knocking yeah, against you know, it, it, I don't uh, know Bushi and them, but like they had a great match as well. Just you know, did you see? The, did you see the love? Yeah, did you see the uh, the swelling on Takumi's face by the end?
0: No, I didn't. I didn't catch that.
1: Oh, she uh, she may have broke her orbital bone. Oh, yeah, like her, like it, it blew up big on her, like on her cheek, like. And I think it came out. I think it when it came when Mayu gave her a front kick. So it was like, God damn, y'all hitting each other that hard, damn.
0: So I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, B did come out with her SWA championship. I heard. Um, So we'll see. Uh, Will Will Osprey faction leader. (laughs) About time. About time. So I guess we can fly over to Jacksonville now. Uh, We've got. Uh, the AEW anniversary show. I can't really go as deep into my thoughts surrounding the show as I like to, uh, but it has been a year essentially since AEW's launched. Uh, I've loved this show from the inception. I thought it's been, you know, just the best show going um, in that time period. I I love how it's booked. Um, I think it's really been the main reason that I've – you know, stayed a huge pro wrestling fan, um, so and, and they they still have plenty of stuff. Like you get the feeling like they didn't blow through too much already. Right. They all, they have tons of fresh matches still and fresh directions. And I I'm just I love this fucking show <laughs> and this company.
1: Yeah, um, I I feel that just like most of the wrestling that I watched this year, like clearly it's all hampered by the fact that there are no, you know, fans in the in the normal circumstance, but everybody has made, you know, um their different various uh types of lemonade. But um I feel like for America anyway, AEW has made the best lemonade. So, uh, you know, shouts out to them, um in these circumstances. Um, I'm still iffy about the fact that, you know, bringing in fans whatever else but you know it's a business and um, I wish it didn't I, I wish that they could just do empty arena whatever else but I I, I get it I don't like it but I get it um, but yeah Wednesdays are Wednesdays are normally a fun a fun night of the week uh, because I get to tune in to watch Dynamite and Thursdays end up being fun because I get to like watch NXT with no commercial breaks just go straight to network <laughs> press play Um, so yeah, like, I mean, I don't know if not for Wednesday night wrestling, what my connection would be to American pro wrestling. I would literally be one of those like people that Nick Aldis like talked about fetishizing Japanese pro wrestling. I I, I don't know what the fuck I'd be watching. I, I don't know. I just do not know. Like, not to say that like, you know, they don't do good wrestling on the main roster. Like I think Roman's doing some great things right now. I think, you know, all that, but just... Five hours, just the the bridge has been burned. Like I watch pay per views. I'm not. I I I find it was going to take something really massive, and mammoth, for like my uh for my relationship with WWE's main roster shows to change from what it's been over the last you know year, fourteen months, whatever it's been. Like I'm just through with them. I'll hear about whatever happens, and I'll just watch pay per views and hope that they have a good matches because like they have a lot of dudes I like, but nah, like. A A AEW has me, um, and NXT has me. Nobody else really like. Nobody else is appointment viewing for me in America.
0: Yeah. So um, we opened up. uh, There were four title matches on this show tonight.
1: Um, How many changed hands? uh,
0: Zip zilch zero. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. (laughs) Look, should any of them have changed?
1: Um, probably not, probably not, which says something about the challengers.
0: Yeah. So, um, we opened with, uh, FTR and the best friends. Uh, that was okay. Um, I thought, you know, I, I I don't know. Best friends are usually hit and miss for me. I'm never really impressed by them. The one time I was impressed by them, of course, was the street fight, and I felt like they were bigger stars when they came out the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this was okay. Um, they, of course, had to you know do the angle kind of in the middle of the match to spin them off in another direction. Um, but FTR, of course, you know, cheating to win uh, <laughs> towards the end, and you know they uh, ended up getting a win as they continue to march forward, they've beaten everybody, but every time, you know, they've they, they they uh you know get one of these wins it's like uh y'all fuckers out here, you know uh, you know, doing the doing this this whole shit. So
1: Yeah, um I'd like this match. i I gave it three and a half. I someone recommended match thing that that list, that stupid list I've I've compiled. But yeah, I um I, I like this match. Um I just got to say like when they wrestle their style they're very effective in it it's just when they start throwing in ideas on how to like um find a middle ground i don't think they're as successful but like they them having their match in AEW. i've enjoyed almost all those their you know style of ftr matches
0: so in the ma- middle of the match, the angle that I was talking about was um, Kip, or Kip Sabian was playing an arcade game in the crowd. Uh, they took a bump into it. Essentially, Penelope Ford went to go get Miro, and then we got the course correction Miro. Um, after the match, uh, Miro ran in, and destroyed Chuck and Trent, and then uh, they cleared the ring. Kip Sabian was you know, talking a bunch of shit to the camera, and not too long ago, I remember, I was like, damn, Kip Sabian's a great manager. And then I saw Penelope like behind him and it was like, yeah, man, I think this works much better the other way. Uh, <laughs> kind of sucks. But uh, I, I feel like Kip has a long way to go. But uh, as I said, lots of course correction with Miro here, way more physical than he's been and angry and uh, everything else. I don't know exactly what they're doing with him. Feels like they got him on the back burner to start using him in the next couple of cycles. Cause he kind of just came out of nowhere. However, that led into a squash match where Miro and Kip Sabian against Lee Johnson and Sean Maluda, uh, much-traveled jobber. Lee Johnson <laughs> never tags into the match. Uh, Sean Maluda gets whipped uh, by Miro, and Miro botches his own finish, even though it's a submission move. Um, he, you know, he goes for that the camel clutch deal, the game over, misses the cuff the first time, but then grabs him uh, and, and Wait, fucks well, him up. So, hot. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's, you know, this is a big course correction. So,
1: yeah. Like, do you think, like, what do you think they were actually going for with the, the, you know, at first with him? Like, do you really think they're really going to go through with this whole thing with Kip and, and the best man thing and the bachelor party, or do you think like eventually he was going to snap or do you think they're just like, snap now, get it over with now?
0: I honestly don't know because okay. like I don't see them competing as a regular tag team together. Mm. Um this is like largely to like I think with AEW they align people so they can do tag team matches with them. Right, you know, right, right. at different Factual times of spin off to spin off into, you know, singles matches or whatever. Right. I think Miro's not whatever their cards are with him, they're not gonna start until after full gear, I think. So he's kind of just getting introduced I think. Okay. Um so then they um threw it to the back where Lance Archer is beating up John Moxley. Just whooping him backstage, yeah. nobody no control or uh, over anything back there. Um, then the announcers previewed the World Title Eliminator Tournament, which began next week, and we got our matches, James. All that fantasy booking we did a couple weeks ago. We were close, but we did not get Colt Cabana, who was added on. But um, our first round match, we have Ray Phoenix versus Penta L0M. We've got a rematch with Joe Janela and Kenny Omega. Every match they've had together has been awesome. It here, uh, then we got Hangman Page and Colt Cabana, and then Wardlow in the Jungle Boy. So, uh, this one looks like I think there's only one match that's in question here. I feel like the rest of it you can kind of see where it's going, but this is, you know, like I, I prefer this rather than Mystery Meat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, or you know. Um... Spinner will make a deal but yeah, <laughs> do yes. <that> um <laughs>
0: uh, so uh Luch Brothers going to have a match. I think all the four of these matches are happening next week on Dynamite. So Oh wow. Can't wait. The, wow. They're doing the whole first round and wow. then uh that tag uh match. So tag tag match again. I'm blinking. So the tag match is a, uh I think it's a f- some type of f- fatal four-way maybe or elimination oh, match. Yeah, might yeah, be yeah, just yeah, yeah, 4 Yeah, for
1: the t- number one contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that bus are yeah. probably going to win.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um MJF came out, he called out Chris Jericho, they did a big back and forth promo and uh MJF uh he gave Sammy Guevara his jacket this week and Sammy showed up with the uh with the chopper jacket
1: on. Bro. Uh man I was Would drowning they... in that shit. Bro. Could Anthony Davis have worn that jacket? It, maybe. I think it would have been too big for Anthony Davis. That's how long those those arms were. Like, come on, man, y'all know. Like, we get the joke. But God damn, like they made it so ridiculous. Like that man, you know. People say you're swimming in your suit. That boy was out here lapping, lapping. Yeah,
0: that man was backstroking out here. <laughs> um, you know, but this was all like pretty interesting. Uh, MJF just quick on his on his toes here, just like. You know, uh, finally admits he wants to join the Inner Circle after yeah. you know Jericho had to force it out of him, but um, the rest of the Inner Circle doesn't want MJF. Um, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of Cody trying to break up the uh, Bullet Club vibes here mm. with MJF trying to break mm. up the Inner Circle. Uh, eventually, he's going to win a couple of those guys over, and something's going to happen, but it feels like that storyline with Cody and Kenny is getting flipped over to Jericho and
1: MJF. Could be. Could be. But, um... Did, did, yeah, did Jericho say that, like, you know, I understand you guys don't like it, but, like, hey, MJF, let's talk it over, over a steak dinner. At, yes. A, and I was like, he's gonna take this man to the Longhorn, ain't he? He's gonna take that man to a Tallahassee Longhorn.
0: <laughs> Longhorn be busting. <laughs>
1: um, like, like, this funny. Like, this rich motherfucker's already going to Shane Steakhouse. Like, Chris Jericho, he's just like one of us.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, after that, we got a um, a Britt Baker uh, role model video package with Britt and Tony Giovanni oh at the spa. God. Bitch, I was hollering uh, with this shit. So Britt and Reba freaked out because they thought Tony was naked, but they had them nipples covered. They, they waxed his chest, and then Britt basically cut a promo about the next step in our comeback. Uh, just... Awesome presents here from Britt, and they apparently was a shoot that they, they tricked Tony into something. Told me he was getting a facial or something, and then you know gave him that. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. So more Tony Schiavone and Britt Baker, please. I will never turn it down.
1: Yeah, yeah. They are like she's gotten or they've gotten each other over. Both of them like is it, it like this is like. The like Macho Man and, and Mean Gene like version of ADW. It's like I I can already imagine like the cuddles just from this year of like them together and the ridiculous things they've done. Like it's it's been a smashing success both of, uh, both of them together that pairing.
0: So they announced. Um, so up next we have the TNT Championship match Cody and Orange Cassidy. These guys went to a time limit draw. Um, Cody ended up retaining the title in the middle of the match. They announced that Darby Allen would be getting a TNT Championship match at Full Gear. This started really slow. Uh, I thought it turned around towards the end, but a lot of this reminded me that it feels like the only thing. I wrote this in the comment section. The only thing uh, consistent about Cody is his inconsistency because him on offense was just a drag uh, through a lot of this match. Uh, Orange Cassidy felt like he tapped into a little bit of the fire that he showed in that first Jericho match. I thought towards the end he had the clear visual pinfall over him, but you know time just expired. I think the draw was actually a good move here because I think people immediately thought he was going to lose the second they saw Darby Allen there. He'll probably end up losing, but it'll be another day. Um, I Overall, I ended up liking it by the end.
1: Okay. Um, not a bad match by any means. I would say it's a good match. Is it a match that I'd recommend? No. Um, <sighs> there are things they did not things. There's one thing in particular that bothered me. I don't know why they felt so compelled to say that Darby Allen is going to face the winner of this eventually um, in the middle of the match. They couldn't have waited until after the match. Like I'm in the middle of watching. I'm like, oh, okay, so Cody's retaining. All right. Mm-hmm. But there's like fifteen. But there's like ten minutes left for this match for me to watch. But you just snatched the stakes from out of my cold dead hand. Um, and that's not and that's not Cody or Orange Cassidy's doing. That's something that production has to figure out. Um, in commentary, but yeah. Um, it got to a point to where like probably halfway through I was like, oh god, they're they're going to tease the time limit, especially because yeah, I was like they're going to tease the time limit, and um, I don't know, like I, I. I'm just not, I'm really not that, um, I'm not that big on Orange Cassidy wrestling for things like uh, that, like matter. Like, I don't mean like he can't, you know, (laughs) it's just, it's just weird. It's like, okay. So he just wrestled Jericho because Jericho got pissed because he doesn't, he's a goofball. Doesn't give a fuck. And he's a slacker or whatever else. And now like, he can't, and now he wants the belt, but like, why does he want the belt? It's like, it's like the same thing when, like, you know, Bray Wyatt or somebody or some goofy character, like, wants to belt. Why? Nothing about, nothing that we've ever seen display to you says you give a flying fuck about something like this. So why do you want it now? And, like, I feel like you kind of need to address that in a way. And, you know, I'm not even going to get on Cody for the whole, like, you know, the story, I guess, off air, not on Dynamite. That he brought up on Dynamite, that he was going to, you know, lock up with... With um Orange Cassidy, like as if any rest the supposed to give a fuck if anyone locks up, like I, that's that is some old timer shit, bro. Like he, I'm gonna get lock up, like dude. Nobody gives a fuck if you lock up in 2020. Like there are like, I didn't think about that at all, dude. I, I'm not gonna get into it because like uh, it doesn't really matter. This to- is just a little cute thing that that Cody did to add a storyline element. So like I'm not gonna begrudge him for that, but I'm just saying like. I, I, whatever, whatever, um, uh, but, yeah, just, um, it, it's, it's just a weird matchup, like, I never thought of the idea of Cody wrestling Orange Casty. I do think, I do like the idea of, of, a uh, you know, Cody wrestling, like, the younger, quote-unquote, you know, uh, indie guys, or whatever else, where he, like, can play heelish, and, you know, work him over, especially, like, Darby, for example, I love their matchups, but, it just felt like there was something missing for me, um, and I'm glad I can. I gotta say, I am so glad that I did not watch. Um, I believe uh, what match I almost went to a draw, whatever, whatever. Oh, night thirteen, um, Shingo versus uh, Okada. I'm so glad to not watch that, that week- weekend and see and see them tease a a um, a. a uh time limit draw and then they go to a time limit draw I would have scoriated this match I'd be like you are you out of your minds like <laughs> y'all tr- y'all trading the fact that like most of you people used to be in New Japan this looks like y'all are just trying to do this like man after that match happens move it back a week just move it back one week but whatever um, but yeah so it-, it was a good match but you know um, I think I like so a lot more Cody matches um, from earlier in the year than this So right. what do you th- so what do you think?
0: Um, so about- after that, Alice Marvez was backstage with Archer and Roberts. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I-, I think
1: we're getting, yeah, there's a big delay between us two. Um, about what part? Oh, I was going to ask you like, okay, so how do you think this is going to play out between those three going to the, in the pay-per-view, like with the TNT title with Darby and Cody and, um, Orange Cassidy, because you're going to have to rematch what in two weeks?
0: Right. Yeah, rematch in two weeks. uh, I think Cody would probably beat him there, and then you go to the pay per view, and you got to ask the question: Is it time for um, Darby to get that big win, or do you treat it like it's you know uh, like it's Okada trying to dethrone Tanahashi and just beat him again, and then you know push it back again? So I I can see either way.
1: I don't know. Yeah, because if there's going to be a lot of fans, then I can see it. But, like, that's one of those things where, like, you kind of want to say that for fans. But then again, who knows when we're going to get fans? So, uh, yeah, and maybe they're playing it right. by ear. I don't know.
0: I, I can see an argument for, for either situation to happen. If you want to crown him, then crown his ass. Right. But right. Um, you could you could fully, I think you could fully have Cody beat him again. I, and then I, be like, what the fuck? Like And, and be like, yo, you're, you're not as close as you think. Like, and you, you kick it down the road. Can't kick too far, but you can kick it down the road, yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> then, of course, uh, as I was saying, um, Alex Marvez is backstage with Lance Archer and Roberts. Uh, Marvez said the world title match was in jeopardy after Archer attacked Mossley, and then Moss came in, and they had a big pull apart backstage. After that, um, Tony Giovanni was interviewing Matt Hardy in the crowd. Matt said he's healthy and returned to clear from the ring whatever the fuck you know what happened to him you know he did not say it was a concussion or anything but um then uh, uh, there was a video I started playing there was a man with a hood in said video I was like oh no retribution is here but uh, it was not retribution Uh, (laughs) there was someone lighting stuff on fire and then what do you know it's Sammy G he took responsibility for the attack on uh, his knee and that was the storyline reason for him not being cleared uh, obviously um Sammy said this will never be over between them. And I'm glad. I'm glad because Sammy needs this fucking win over this guy. So, um, I don't have an issue with them going back to this. Uh, and I hope Sammy gets a big win on this guy and wins the feud.
1: Um, when this happened, I was like, really? Again? Um,. Not that, like, their matches are bad. It was, like, kind of just get each other away from each other. Like, that Matt, you know, that thing, I-, I wouldn't say it's cursed, but it like, it got delayed because Sammy had to go to sensitivity training. Then Matt Hardy almost fucking died. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was, like, maybe just maybe it's a clean slate for both of them. But, you know, if, 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 if it's a must that uh, Sammy gets that win, then I guess. But um, hopefully it's a regular match. No, no stunts. You already did hey, two stunt you, matches. You could do no that.
0: you could do that. Regular match, please.
1: Yes, we're going. We're going to lower the stakes as as it progresses. We're going to pull an NXT. Yes, like let's lower the stakes. Yeah. You know, bring it close to home. There,
0: there, there's a way around that, though. They 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 could really say, you know, I I really want to prove I'm I'm the better man than you. I don't I don't want any you know gimmicks. I don't want any yeah. you know you know any, any weapons. I I just want to prove that I will beat your ass myself. Like, yeah. You, you know, you know
1: now, now that I'm thinking about it, I have a stink suspicion, in, or suspicion, and like, this is where they pull the Hardy compound, because remember, they were trying to p- pull out the Hardy compound for Matt for months, months, and they never got to it, and you know, when, when it comes to them, they always find a way to get back to whatever the fuck they always wanted to do, so maybe this is when they actually do the uh, cinematic, you know, match or whatever else, especially given how mad is right now. I don't need to see him do a live match right now like give him some time let him do a match and let him shoot a bunch of shit and put it together that might be I, I'd be okay with that at this point like I can trust AEW with cinematic matches I can't trust yeah. WWE with it
0: <laughs> Um. so after uh, Tony Giovanni was in the ring with Tully FTR and a lottery tumbler <sighs> I fucking hated this um, oh you did too <sighs> Like, like why the fuck are we doing a fucking random lottery?
1: Well to you have a ranking system um
0: the challengers.
1: Well correct. See, Rich.
0: When you have a ranking system well, and well, they've and they've shown and they've shown that they use the ranking right. system well, in see, the tag team stuff because like they did a gauntlet where they entered in the order of right. the you know of the right. rankings. Right. So it's like,
1: well, why they forget about that. Well, this was well, you see Rich, when you have a uh a top 5 of contenders and then you put was it five of them or four of them in a in a gauntlet match together and you beat all but one one of those teams and then like you already blown that off and then you and then you just have just uh, just, uh, just being com- you're just compelled to do another multi-person tag match with contenders. You gotta figure out a way to not just beat all these fuckers again, so this is what they came up with, and like, <laughs> whatever, man. The match is gonna be cool. Uh, it, the match is gonna are, be
0: great. I can't match, wait yeah, for the match. Yeah, the match
1: before. is gonna be cool. Match is gonna be great, but you already know, like, if this had been had this had been the e we would have been like y- y'all just rematch this shit like i i mean i don't know if this uh what's the format of this matching obviously it's not a gauntlet nah, thing again what nah, is this match nah,
0: nah, these, are, these are all different teams that besides way. the bucks that were in the other one yeah it, it's a fatal four way okay
1: yeah do so i mean it's going to be a great match so whatever but i just don't like the idea of having a regular system and then saying all right like Random anybody lottery. go out there? Did anybody go out there earning the way? No, no, just a chance match. Okay, fine, whatever. Like it's got to be like what? What number were, were the Bucks before this match?
0: Uh, I I would think they're number two. I think I saw on the rankings.
1: Okay, that's not as so, bad. That's not as bad. It's not as bad. I thought they were like four, and it'd be like, damn, bro, like I was ranked number two, and all of a sudden, like I'm fighting for these tag titles. For me to get a tag title match, I got to beat i got to be in a triple uh, a Fatal Floyd match? Like, what kind of convoluted shit is this? Whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's so not the, the end of the world. It's going to have a great match. Whatever.
0: The four teams are going to be Young Bucks, Private Party, Butcher and the Blade, Go Big Butch, and Silver and Reynolds. So, we already know this shit is going to be lit. So, uh, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm talking down, but they're going to shut me up next week, I imagine.
1: So, um, okay. So, can we get a handle on what is going okay, so think of the elite, right? Hey man's an emo alcoholic. <laughs> Kenny is upset with his emo alcoholic friend and I don't know, being withholding of emotional support for this fucking guy he still cares about, I guess, and still it bothers him. The Young Bucks are I I don't know. Are they heels? They I guess they're heels. If they're not heels yeah. being assholes right now Right, and then presumably they're gonna win this match and then fight another set of heels, which is like okay, whatever. Like I could, we watch heel versus heel matches, we don't really see it in AEW, but we've seen them. Um, so it's like now that it seems like all of these people are at this place right now, and they were the top, most of the top baby faces in the company. Like who has like they have not really set up anybody to replace them if this is actually where they're all headed down these paths so like i don't know man hangman's hey hey
0: still I, clearly gonna be a big baby face through it the whole time if you look at like who he's gonna be lined up against like he's mm-hmm. gonna fight Coca and he's gonna fight Wardlow, mm-hmm. and then at you know they they have their own dynamic in the finals right, right, right. Um, but i don't
1: I, I, I don't, I don't think no, I, don't,
0: I don't think anyone's necessarily gonna replace them like because it's all it's gonna be them anyway and they're the Bucks are in that weird plays. Like nobody's gonna actually boo the Young Bucks unless they're they catch like somebody that has like lightning in a bottle no, for but, a short time like but, how hangman had against them in Chicago.
1: But the Young Bucks can get booed against um they must go out here and get booed against like private party or i uh, um uh to say said Lucha Express. Jurassic Express. Like yeah. they they'll get booed if you know, if they continue going on this path, they'll get booed, but it's just like okay, so you are turning them into whatever you want not not prototypical baby faces so is anybody going to step into these roles or are you going to groom anybody for these roles or replace them like immediately because you, it seems like this is where it's headed like maybe it's not maybe there's all they're, they're all just mad right now everybody at least mad okay yeah everybody um, but like in the meantime while like you know the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega f- for multiple weeks have not like had matches can we like get a baby face going for fuck's sake besides John Mosley please anyone anyone at the top thing
0: I, I guess that's where orange cassidy uh came in in darby and that, uh,
1: that orange Cassidy. ain't enough orange Cassidy. ain't enough
0: yeah. uh I, I have to look at you know whatever the cards were the last yeah. couple of weeks but yeah. i feel like i'm forgetting somebody right um then we had the um they, they announced that the main event now is a no dq match then we had a carl sheet and big swole this was not great at all no. um no. I don't know what they was doing. Um this was rough. Like yep. and this shit gotta be better. Yep. Flat out. Like it do. Uh like I, I can't come out here and say, Yeah, you know, we need to go ahead and dedicate more time when, you know, di- this is the result. So <laughs> like like I think they just had a bad night with each other. Um, because I've seen Swole wrestle better before and Swole wasn't really the issue here. Um I don't think
1: um, it was weird miscommunications and like yeah. weird m- mistakes that like you've never even seen Sheeta make before. It, it was weird. It was a bad night. It was a real bad night. Like that's the worst I've ever seen Sheeta. I think.
0: Yeah, I'm and pretty sure. I I don't know what um, like I I do know where it's going, but they've got to kind of give us a little bit more because like yeah, I think Big Wolf's big, biggest strength is that she can talk. Yep, but you don't ever see her talk like this should have been like this should have got like at least a promo earlier in the night like 30 seconds say hey baseball you're facing hikaru Shida. um you know what, what what are you gonna do like this is your first shot at the title how do you feel about this and then sell your match in 30 seconds like something like that like i think they've gotta um play these women to their strengths rather than just This is the time. It's like they're trying to fit um, round pegs and square holes with them. I think.
1: Yeah, I I never really thought about it as far as um a, a miscastment. Um, but what I will say is they gotta they gotta do better with like the bare minimum type stuff. Um, so for example, their pay per views coming up. When's pay per view? How many weeks away? Three weeks. Four weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks away. All right. Like we all assume is going to be a, a, a rematch with Nyla, right? right. Say that again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so,
0: we, it looks like Nyla.
1: Yeah, so like, I don't remember the let la- I mean, that that brawl from the week before was the last time I remember even seeing Nyla. I don't know what Nyla's been up to since she's lost the title really. Like she got, I know she got Vicky as a manager, but like, I'm guessing they're just lots of all, dark, all dark. Work. yeah. There's all, yeah, like mm-hmm. she's been just off dynamite. So it's like it's nice that they've, you know, the last couple of weeks they've brought her back. But it's like I don't even know what the fuck she's been doing. So, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, she's on TV, but like, you know, it, it, it you know, um, and she I'm did, sure next she
0: week... did a match with on TV against somebody. Is she squashed Colin King. I think she did. She she squashed Colin okay. King on Dynamite and Dark.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah, I seem to remember her being the hell out of her, uh, out of a uh, Conley King, and I don't watch Dark, so um, okay, yeah, I mean, it, 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 they've given her enough to say to like, yeah, she can be then the, get a rematch, but it's like, do you feel it? You know, I don't feel it at least not mm-hmm. yet. And they still got they still got three weeks, but like, I just don't feel it yet, and you know. We can kind of see when it comes to like the tag stuff with the Young Bucks with Kenny and Hangman with Jericho and MJF with Moxley and this Kingston thing. That's like
0: and, and Cody with with the TNT belt. Like right. we see the creative energy getting doled out, and this is yeah. what I often talk about.
1: Yeah, like, like you feel like you, and gotta, you feel it. You feel the anticipation for this stuff when it's like you know it's not you know all you need is a I mean you got you got to put in some bare basic shit in this. Like if you're gonna do it, so you know. And you know, we've been taught, we've talked about this for over a year now, so yep. you know. They they try they've they've been better at different points, but this is a, one of the weaker moments in the last um in the last while. Yep.
0: So uh they announced um MJF and Jericho for next week's dinner debonair, uh Orange Cassidy and Cody in the T N T title rematch two weeks from now. Then Kingston Penta and Phoenix came out to the desk. They did a short Sean Spears video package with Scorpio Sky. Um And then they tied it all in by saying, you know, uh, Spears saved uh, Matt Sidell from Scorpio Sky. Or Sky saved him from uh, Matt Sidell. Saved Matt Sidell from Spears, sorry, on Late Night Dynamite. So even I didn't, like, put two and two together on that. So good on them for tying that in. But um, Kingston said he's here to watch the main event, which is up next. And then we had John Mosley and Lance Archer and... These guys had, like, a condensed version, I think, of their Wrestle Kingdom match, even duplicating some (laughs) spots, um, like, with the the apron DDT to the double tables, Um, and, you know, it it was physical, it looked like it hurt, and it it was just kind of a... um, it was a, uh, it, it was a finish kind of like the, the Takumi Roja and Mayu, like, you know, did, do your big finish and then you get caught slipping.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it did remind me a lot of their match. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as good as, uh, Oh their no. Own. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Cause that match was like, what? <clears throat> but yeah. Um, I don't know man, like I like the match a lot. Um, I think my issue or I don't have an issue, I take that back. Um, I think I don't know, man. I, I feel like Kings is a weak challenger. You know? I just do mm. And I think like you know, like, oh that's where they had it's like he just dispatched this dude. Like like he had this thing with Archer Archer clearly threw his ass over the top in that battle roll, and he was eliminated. He's been cry, he's been saying that he wasn't eliminated, unless there's something I'm mistaken. He was clearly eliminated. He got choked out. He got choked out, and then for ref stoppage, even though he's like you know, you talk about how he's such a you know, um, Kawada fan or whatever else, and then like he got beat with <laughs> he got fucking ref a ref stoppage, and he's like complaining about a ref stoppage that like I didn't I never tapped out. It's like I don't care. He stopped the match because air wasn't getting to your brain. Like, you you lost. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, you know, I guess that's supposed to be the heat. So like, I'm not, but it's just like, am I supposed to really like hate Kingston? Because like, he's a slime ball that wants a title shot. Like, yeah, lots of slime balls want title shots. So like, that doesn't really bother me. Um, you know, like, do think I, I think
0: they've, they're going to set it up to be like a some type of death match? That's yeah. that's what it feels like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that too. Like, and we we'll be quite honest. Like, um, I'm open to it because like I think they, I think on pay per view they'll have a better match than what they had before anyway. And I liked their match mm-hmm. uh, the first time, so I'm open <clears> to <throat> it. Just like, it, but it does feel like a, a weak challenger if this is the the pay per view challenger indeed. It does. Like, feels I would. Like,
0: I was going to say, it feels like, hey, Mossley, we got to get you, like, one more pay-per-view match, but, like, we don't really want to give you someone of great value to go against right now, so we'll put this guy who has a lot of credibility, and, of course, people can see, you know, you guys, and, you know, you can do a unique match with him because he's fought giants, he's fought uh, technical old-school guys, he's fought... A lot of people actually. He's had a very long and fruitful title reign, and it feels like he's going to go the entire year with it. And then, you know, then it'll be back in play for whoever wins this tournament.
1: Yeah. I, I think the thing, I think the thing maybe just be like, maybe if they had just did the this Kingston match here and saved the Archer match for pay per view, maybe to me that feels like that, that makes more sense in my head as far as like, you had this match, it got built up, it got delayed because of COVID. And, like, Archer, I, Archer to me, is a bigger match than Kingston, but maybe this is a thing where, like, they're not... The, they're using the title match to build up Kingston as opposed to the title match. But, you know, whatever. Um, And
0: and, and think about it. If they do Moxley and Kingston, uh, I don't know if it's the strongest match on paper, but they are buffering it with, like, two very anticipated matches.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems yeah, yeah. like,
0: so... If they go that direction with Kenny and Hangman and then Young Bucks and FTR, which, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't have time this week to get into, I think, the missteps that they've made with Young Bucks and FTR, but it's uh, a very interesting uh, road, to say the least, yeah. to how it looks like they're going to get there.
1: Right, and I'm, so, I'm still waiting to figure out when I'm supposed to care that they actually finally fight, because I don't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but yeah that's that's really all that that's really all i had like they're gonna they're gonna have a match and i'm gonna be like cool but like as far as like their build to get there and the road there, still waiting bro still waiting yeah
0: so but anyway uh that's the show i thought it was a good show overall i i didn't anticipate on any titles changing maybe the tnt title but um this, these are clearly TV challengers. That's that's what it seemed like. So they're not switching no belts, like it looks like, until the pay-per-view. At this rate,
1: yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what happened with NXT. Um, NXT. There were NXT. Actually, had a few good matches. Um, the the opener with the, <laughs> you, wait till you hear this, Rich. Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish of the Undisputed Era fought in a number one contenders match for the NXT tag team titles. <laughs> they wrestled oh my uh, God. They wrestled uh Lorcan and Birch. They had a good ass match. Um they made you think of their match they had, um, or parts of the match when O'Reilly was in it with um from Brooklyn. I think that was Brooklyn four. Um Ultimately, uh Undisputed win. Um they fight they go on and they go on and face um Fandango, or or Breezango. Um, There was a Candice LeRae versus Shotzi match for the number one contenders uh, shot. Uh, Winner gets E. O. at Halloween Havoc, and I believe that's two weeks from now. Um, Gotta say, um, this was, you know, we always talked about, like, Mia was the in-ring general for NXT when she was there, and... Like, she is for the people like Shotzi that are, have spots, really good spots, but like trying to focus on the notes between the music. You put her in there with someone like uh, Mia. Well, now that's Candace, and um, I really like their match. Uh, probably, I think I gave it, I, think I gave it three and a half. Um, really good match. Um, great story. Just, uh, it felt like a real fight it felt like a real thorough fight and contest to to earn the right to go fight um um eo at the end uh continuing on with the indy hartwell uh plot line indy showed up um behind the or ca- uh, and handed uh candace some brass knucks she hit her with the brass knucks and she ended up pinning uh Shotzi. Shotzi. I always call her Shotzi instead of Shotzi for some weird fucking reason. Um, but yeah, like, they are, you know, Shotzi's getting better. So that that's a good thing. And, you know, we'll see what happens with the indie thing um, as far as they're pairing. Like, seems like they're pairing up, like, the the, the non-established vets that are in the PC with actual th- the vets. So um, another example, um, before the last takeover there was interaction between Johnny and Austin theory where he said, go fight, um, Damien priest and soften him up for me. And you know, I might have something for you. I'm gonna have opportunity for you. I don't think he said it in those exact Vincent man turns, but that was the, that was the illusion. Well, Austin theory got his ass whooped and then Johnny got his ass whooped. So they're mad at each other because they're both assholes. So it was like, I'm going to teach you a lesson. You didn't do what I asked you to. I'm gonna whoop you. And boy, did Johnny Gargano whoop this dude that has like fifty pounds on him? <laughs> he, he he. Some of those, you remember those super kicks that, that uh, Mayu was giving to Kumi when she was uh, on, on the yeah. knee some of them it was like you was are gonna funny. learn your lesson about professional wrestling with Johnny Gargano um yeah it, it was a very good match And you know it continues that pattern that, that I mentioned with you with um Austin Theory where like they clearly see something in him because they keep putting him in the ring with these people uh whether it was Adam Cole or it was Damian Priest or it was Roderick Strong or now it's Johnny like they keep putting him in the ring uh, and chomp as well, like keep him in the room with these people trying to you know accelerate his this learning process. The problem is he shouldn't be on t v right? um so there's that, but
0: I heard some interesting stories also from people that were in attendance um there that um they were trying to get the crowd to cheer for um, I believe it was theory, and the crowd wasn't having that shit right. because the crowd's clued in, right. and then they revolted and cheered for uh Johnny Gargano instead.
1: Yeah, but it was weird because on the cuz they're dubbing um crowd noise, they're they're mm-hmm. they're booming both of them, which is weird. So it's like that's weird. Yeah, um, that's probably the the dub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, we look at match like it was it was based on like teacher versus student. He uh Johnny Woodham was like less number 1, don't be predictable, less number he's going through, like doing you know cutting cut at beginning. He cut like he said a couple of one oh. liners whatever else like, you know, this is one this one this two or whatever else and then like he came he came back on you know using some, or countering moves but like um Austin Theories has his move where he rolls in from the apron like rolls in and goes for a uh, shotgun drop kick he rolled in one mm-hmm. time and Johnny caught that man with a super kick that shit was so clean but yeah um he ends up beating him at the end with um uh the slingshot DDT um look at Johnny Gargano winning matches he's stupid uh so you end up getting uh later in the show Rhea Ripley or no you get an interview on uh back with uh Raquel Raquel's like I- I've been waiting for this you know I've been waiting for this I've been anticipating this for a while they interviewed Raquel and Raquel's like we have been talking shit um and thinks she runs this place well I'm come. To, I'm, I'm gonna see her at I'm a I'm issue her challenge I'm a, I want to see her at Halloween having in two weeks all of a sudden you hear from from over yonder we can do it right now Pull apart, <laughs> pull, pull apart, and I'm just like I'll drop you, Bruh. I was like, move, let these horses go, let them things fly, boy. Move out the way. I've been waiting to see these these women's go out here and whoop on each other. Move. So, um, they they broke it up and they said they're gonna Bruh, have the
0: match. Ain't, in two ain't, weeks. Nothing, ain't nothing funnier than hearing, it. oh, we can do it right now, yes, and you only expect yes, it.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, it, it, I, I think this match is gonna be like. I've, I'm optimistic Bro, about this they, match. They,
0: they need to go five minutes. Yes, it, look, they need they need to go five minutes. All yes. suplexes, all and, close, and, it, and chops,
1: suplexes, chops, and forms. Yes. So, uh, let's see what else happened. Um, there was Ashanti Adonis versus uh, Ashanti Adonis versus Jake Atlas. Um, they were doing a. They were doing like anything you can do. I can do better. One of us been shipping each other with flips or whatever else. All of a sudden, look out at the Phantasma came out. Um, uh, and they sent them flying with double, with stereo dives. Out comes Phantasma uh, in this in this jacket, this shiny ass green jacket. That was raw. And then um, he with a chair. And then all of a sudden, they go to, you know, go whoop them three on two. All of a sudden, um, in comes Swerve hands them a set of chairs so now it's 303 and uh you got one chair we got three chairs they back off so they're setting up a a match um eventually I thought we were going to be done with that but apparently not um then uh I'm trying to think what else we end up getting on this show um oh we end up getting the main event North American title match Damian Priest versus Dexter Loomis. I could not believe Ooh. this. This was the main event. This was not advertised. Bro, How dare
0: it. Look, they knew better. They, right. they, they knew better, James. They knew better than to come out here and try people with thinking people wanted to watch Dexter Loomis. But you right. know what? Also, they didn't know better because they ended up getting doubled in the ring.
1: Right. <laughs> when they sent this nigga out there. Right. So, um, the match, fast one. the match stinks unless... Damien Priest is in control. Shocker. Um, And not even to say that, like, uh, Loomis stinks. It's just the gimmick is just... uh, So, um, at the end of it, he ends up on the apron, with the ref's back turned, um, talking to Priest, and in comes Cameron Grimes with a double stomp on the apron, and then Priest, Priest doesn't see it. Priest finishes him and thinks he won, then all of a sudden, as he's leaving out the ring, he sees out the corner of his eye that Cameron Grimes is about to try to, you know, pick pick the bones. He ends up laying him out and then he goes to uh celebrate or whatever else. You know, Priest and, uh Grimes had smoked just a couple months ago. So he goes celebrating and he's like, hey, hey, cameraman, come follow me. I want to show you something. So he goes to do come to the crowd to show like the new graphic for whatever uh like bone arrow thing he does. And then Johnny comes out of nowhere and, and lays him out. Um so Um because I, th- I forgot what it was. I think it's Johnny beat the loser. Awesome theory. He's number one contender for North American title. So, um, they say, so him and Candace both come out and they're happy because, you know, they got their, they got their heat back after losing on pay-per-view and they're getting title rematches and, um, outcomes. Your boy, uh, Regal and says, I, you, you guys are real happy about yourselves, huh? All right. Well, I got something for you. Um, the host will decide what happens with y'all and y'all title matches at uh, Halloween Havoc. And then you get Sh- Shotzi saying that it will be a... What's the shit, what's the gimmick? I forgot the gimmick. Spin the wheel, make spend, a deal. The spend, it will be spin the wheel, make a deal for the NXT women's and NXT North American title matches. Uh, eh, hey, I, I mean,
0: it, it, it's the, you know... It's not the part of Halloween Havoc that I would copy right. or whatever. I I would be copying the aesthetic, right. the the Halloween aspect right. of it. The do a costume yeah. battle royal, do yeah. do do the stuff that they do like on the Largo Loop. Like, you know, what? do a battle do a battle royal with costumes on. Right. play it up, be hokey. I don't know about the spin wheel make a deal match because, I mean.
1: Yeah, that's something else. I'm okay with the idea that they're going to do some ridiculous, they're going to do some plunder hardcore match anyway, so have at it, whatever, like, mm-hmm. call it whatever you want to call it, spooky Halloween thing or whatever else. It's like when they go to um, Memphis and have a, a Memphis or, or, or a rock and roll, you know, or a and b uh, uh, hardcore match with, with, with a drum set, like, whatever, like, but you're right you didn't have to do that they could just use the um aesthetic how they did within your house take takeover like just use the aesthetic mm-hmm. put a big ass pumpkin around the x on the ramp walk your ass down to the stage and that'd be fine but you know whatever like
0: look I'm, change I'm, the I'm, ring posts make, make them look like they slim Jim, but oh, not really God. slim Jim because you know you ain't got that sponsorship oh, but man. um yeah i you know i oh so halloween havoc uh speaking of that halloween havoc we might as well just go ahead and recommend ravers and eddie halloween havoc 1997 go ahead and check that out if you've never seen it uh one of the rawest matches you've ever seen in your life yeah
1: um i think it's my favorite wcw match of all time i think it is yeah um but um yeah i
0: don't know uh, what. Oh, also, kind of, kind of news related to to myself. So, um, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Swerve's social media, but his podcast is going to the WWE Network. The theme song uh, for that is a song I produced. So. We'll be getting like he's going to have a bunch of the music that we've been working on on there, I believe, on the show somehow. And the, it's going to be like a video podcast on the network. So you'll be hearing, you know, some of the stuff I produce on the WWE Network shortly. So I don't know the, all the details that are going on with it. I'm actually going to meet up with Swerve tonight. We'll probably talk about it there. But uh, look
1: out. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's what's up, man. Um, You have all been grinding for how long now? How how it's been going for a while now, yeah,
0: for a while because it started in like, the middle of the pandemic. I'd probably say like May or June, I started okay. like linking up with them. So, um, yeah. it's gonna be, and I actually I'll be having a song, uh, like a solo song on their album. So it's gonna be, you know, kind of a, I, like they didn't, he didn't have to do that. I, right. I was content just producing and you know, having a feature which y'all will hear soon that I smashed, murdered, um but yeah uh so i have a single on there so who knows if it gets played on there y'all be able to hear it there so check it out
1: yeah um definitely check it out uh so that's in the show be sure to raise whatever app you use and listen to this tell the folks about the social suplex podcast network uh be sure to visit promising slash suplex and pick up some official social suplex podcast network merchandise be sure to check out the other shows on the network. On Sundays, we have One Nation Radio. On Tuesdays, we have Keeping the Strong Style. On Wednesdays, we have the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Podcast. And on every other Wednesday, we have going watch this shit. On Thursdays, we have the Great Consequences Podcast. And on Fridays... Oh, sorry. On Fridays we have eight bit suplex, and on Saturdays we have all things elite. My bad, Floyd. I almost, I almost said we ain't got no all things elite. I almost did that. I was trying to <laughs> wrap it up. But, uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Um, I think we'll be back on Thursday. I think we'll be back on Thursday to preview that pay per view. We got we'll to figure we gonna, out. got to yeah. figure out who we're going to bring in to you know to, to straighten us out. You know, to, to, to usher
0: us through the, yes. the main yes. roster. Handhold. You know, I, I got a couple ideas, so
1: yeah. we'll see if those folks are available. Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah. um, Again, thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Yep. Peace. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.